Hello, listeners. Why not consider being a beloved Patreon and enjoy all the benefits that our Patreon site has to offer? You can do this by visiting www.patreon.com forward slash promotermouths. My name is Arthur Smith. Of all the things you can do in the world, there's only really one that is definitely worth it all the time, and that's to listen to the Promoter Mouths podcast with Kai and Pablo, which is surely the greatest event in the history of mankind. Here we are again, Pablo, for episode number two and six twenty-six of the Promoter Mouths podcast. How are you doing? I'm very well, Kai. We're just one episode before twenty-seven, which is when all all the uh, famous pop stars die. Oh yeah. yeah. Do you think the uh, podcast might die next week? Well, your headphones have croaked it. Yeah. Yeah. We're doing I, it we're doing it without headphones. So I, I think you should keep the headphones on just in case something else goes wrong and then you can hear that we're not talking for nothing. Oh no, so I'll be the only one with headphones on. Let me put them on and see. And and then you can sound quality control. Oh, that is quite a comfort having them on. Yeah. I feel naked. Yeah, I bet you do. Feel naked and abused. Well I'm sorry that I've stolen your headphones, but um yeah, we've only got one set of cans for this one. I'm sure the listener will be absolutely fine with it. May I say, you sound wonderful. Oh, thanks. That's all you need to know. <laughs> I hope that fills you with confidence. Uh, how was your week? My week? This week? What's been going on? Mm. Oh, it started. I'll tell you where it started. Probably Saturday was when it all started, when the yeah. sun was shining. Yeah. And we hooked up. Well, well you, you sort of hooked up later with us, but I went to that famous place, uh, the White Horse Saloon in Chedgrave on Saturday. Yeah, I came down a bit later because I, I was out on the Friday night with my son. Uh, we went out for a curry and uh, had a few beers. So I, I didn't really want to get up and go out too early. That that just felt no, you, like too much. You came very late to the party. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I wanted to pretend I was civilised. After Well, I, I got in fairly late on Friday yeah. night. Well, so. what was going on down there was... Um, Simon Peck at the White Horse, one of our patrons, had a thing going on in the garden there. He does it every year, although he didn't do it last year. And that is called The Last Afternoon of the Proms. And he has a 40-piece orchestra all under canvas. And he had about 250-odd people in the garden all paying to come and have a listen. And some were having cream teas. Some were having a full three-course meal. And we were all sat around listening to the orchestra, waving little flags and having a right old Merry England day out. Yeah, yeah. Well, I came in for the last half hour, didn't I? I'll be honest, I was. It, I didn't think it would be up my street. So I was, I was thinking, get there for the last bit. 
uh, meet yourself for a pint and just enjoy the sunshine. Yeah. I, I was there for uh, um, Simon's little speech at the end. I noticed he uh, put on his posh voice for his speech. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah. yeah he was very yeah. clipped, very formal, because he had a suit on, didn't he? I think. Well, they had a raffle, right? This was, a, this was an interesting one. They had a raffle, and it was, I think it was a pound, a ticket, not a strip, a ticket, oh, right? right? And if you won, you could conduct the orchestra for a rendition of the Can-Can. Oh, right. And uh, Simon was desperate to win it because he wanted nothing more than to just take the baton and wave it around a bit. Right. Um, Anyway, a lovely old lady won it. Yeah. And she had no skills in conducting an orchestra. And it soon dawned on everyone that actually you don't need a conductor for that song because she was just waving the stick randomly and they were playing the can-can. Yeah, yeah. There were people dancing up and down the path. Yeah. And it was uh They it did was watch quite the surprise. stick. Most of them do watch the stick. If they'd been watching her stick, they'd been, been they'd have been playing a different tune. I mean, he arranged the event. Why didn't he just say, I'm having a go? She, she dropped the stick at one point and they carried on playing. That was uh, what convinced me. It was, she was not a highly skilled conductress. They should have, just stopped. That would have been funny. That would have been brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> that would yeah. have been the best. Put the pressure on. Yeah, that would have been the best. It was lovely. In it the was... sunshine, a little yeah. bit of Merry England, and it was really one of those wonderful little things that goes on in the village. You've written sunshine. Shine. You've been racist to Mancunians, writing sunshine. No, no, that's how, it, that's how I say it when it's a really lovely week. Very good. It was all right, wasn't it? And we, 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 had a, we had a decent pint afterwards. Are we going to come on to that? Oh, yeah. No, I've, I've put that down, Pablo. Have you? I've got Pablo. Ah, right. Yeah, I forgot that. What's Ban Miguel? I've yeah. got to stop going to the pub with you, I think. Oh, did you get in trouble, Kai? Wow. <laughs> you did, didn't you? I keep getting absolutely slaughtered whenever we go. No, I didn't used to. That wasn't my bag. We have to slow down. I used to enjoy a few cans at home. And, you know, I do like a drink. But I don't go out getting six or seven pints in me, finishing on a strong one, and then just sleeping upside down in the bed and my wife sleeping in a different bed because I was snoring. (laughs) That's where that one went. You've put bought a fridge. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, my uh, my week's been pretty uh, domestic. So, uh, I bought a fridge today. Yeah, off off Facebook Marketplace. Now, judge me, Kai. I, I was we, we spoke Ooh. about our working class sensibilities before, right? Yeah, I bought it off a guy in some council flats in Lowestoft, and when I brought it back and opened it, the whole thing smelled smelled like a council house. And I, I, can, well, hang on. I can say this because I was brought up in a council house. It smelled like a council house. Yeah, just just, just it had that smell about it. Okay. Well, it was, it, not so much like a council house, more like the common area within a uh, <laughs> within some uh, within some social housing. Okay. It's like you know when you go in and you have got a slight waft of the bin room coming up through the stairs and. Are you saying that you opened the fridge and it smelled like shit? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I bought uh, when I, when I turned up, the place looked proper sketchy as well. There were like CCTV cameras everywhere. Oh, and and, uh, and it was some kind of a. I say, I say it was council. I don't know if it was. There was CCTV. I think it was some kind of like 
you can stay here for a bit because of your orangan type place. Okay. Because it looked kind of like sheltered housing. Like housing association. Look, look, look yeah, yeah, I did yeah. wonder what the people had done to be well, looked after. Well, what closely. often happens is those, they, they, well, you probably know, they the housing association rent the flats off of some landlord and yeah. they just house their guys in there. I lived above one of those once. It was definitely, it had Waverley Council and all of it. And uh, this was in Torquay and we had a little maisonette in Torquay, just behind the shops and everything, on quite a dodgy street, though, as it turned yeah. out to be. And then the guy downstairs was lovely enough, and he owned the place. And he ended up moving out, moving in with his new partner. And then they moved in a young lady yeah. down there. And this was a housing association arrangement. And she then moved in her dodgy boyfriend, who was into drugs and everything. And it was always just... a you know, slamming doors and there were people coming and going all the time. And then one day I had my auntie round. She came from rugby all the way down to Torquay and she was staying. And at some point in the morning, there was a massive banging downstairs. Bang, bang, bang. And it was the police stoving in the communal front door. <laughs> they knocked it into three pieces, went in, they raided his place and searched it and everything. And uh, left us with our door boarded up for six months. Uh, yeah. yeah. So that, that kind of thing happens. That, that happened down yeah. there. I mean, I, I've lived in a place in Manchester and the bin room, somebody just set it on fire. Yeah. You know, that, that's lived next to a burnt out bin room. I'm not saying all housing association tenants are dodgy, but yeah. they don't have much ownership over their properties. Yeah. Lived in another place, uh, council flight in London, and at the end of the row, the uh, DJ in the pub got got shot in the head. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, so whilst... Uh, maybe I have changed, but when I opened the fridge door, <laughs> I, I, all those smells came back to me, and I thought, oh, crikey, I, th- I thought I'd moved on. So how much crack can you buy for a fridge? How much did you spend? I'll tell you what I have noticed. Have, have Was you it a bargain? On, have you been on the app Telegram? No. Right, so I've, you've heard of the Telegram app. It's kind of a covert chat app, isn't it? Well, I've used it because some YouTubers have got Telegram channels that I look at, and and also um, it's it's a little bit it's, it's somewhere between Twitter and and WhatsApp, and it has channels on there, and I, I follow I follow some of these Ukraine war happenings on there as well, but I didn't know. I mean, I've I've had the app for a good eighteen months or so, but I didn't know. That if you click on on the three bars and you can click on who's near you, if you click on who's near you, you can buy anything you want within a five or six mile radius. Oh, like quite literally, like anything. I was wondering where this or, was or, going. Or anyone. Okay. For anything. That's a good advert for Telegram, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I, I was a bit. I was a bit taken aback. I was like, yeah. they're not even shy about it. Honestly, it's like really. It's like crikey. Is this like a whole underworld that was just right underneath my nose that I didn't, well, didn't realise? Yeah, yeah. Can you get fridges on there? Somebody, no, anyone selling fridges? Well, no, Facebook Marketplace for that kind okay. of shism, I'm afraid. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I'd like to say I'd like to pop across uh, and have a look at Telegram, but I, I, I'm not sure I do. Uh, well, you will. I know you will now. What other things can I buy? Anything? Uh, you're more likely to get noshed off or bombed. Oh. Or, or, or given, give, yeah, have a chem, are you into chemsex? Te- te- <laughs> telegram, is it? Yeah. Okay, let me just write that. Yeah. Thank you. Let's move on, Pablo, from that, from your crack 
whoring to... <laughs> Let's Just move. bought a fridge, guy. <laughs> OK. <laughs> yeah, but that was it. How much did you pay for it? Ah, 50 quid. Probably enough for the guy to yeah. buy a wrap. Yeah. He's sitting there now with warm ham around him and... Warm ham? Yeah, from out of his fridge. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. And, he, and his wife moaning, he's going, piss off, love. I'm getting off me nuts. Yeah. On the heroin. We'll get another or fridge. Or something, yeah. Yeah. Well, oh. Yeah. Probably. That could be what is, what's actually going down. And other stereotypes. Let's move on to Praise B. You've put Japatreon. Yes, I have put Japatreon. We've got a new Patreon. Uh, and... That person is living all the way in Japan, and I just know he's going to love this because it's my son, and he signed up to Patreon. And it is Senna Baron, my beautiful, brilliant boy out in Japan, has signed up to Patreon. He loves this podcast. He listens to it all the time. Yeah, well, let me say, well done, Senna. Thank you very much. It's all appreciated. And, what, uh, what a dude. Yeah, I'm an absolute dude. And you, you sent me um, a clip to his uh, clip, no, not clip, a uh, link a link to his website where he's he, he designs and sells uh, these sort of boutique-looking uh, yeah. packs of cards for for not an inconsiderable amount of money. Yeah. And he's he, I, I understand he's doing very well with it. He, that's that's what he started out doing during the lockdown. Um kids were all off school and everything. He set up a business on he set up a website. He was into cardistry, which is like card flourishes and uh it's like an artistic card He's a magician, form. right? He's not a magician. Um, he can do some magic, yeah. and he has done magic and gimmicked cards and all sorts of things, but it's more about uh, card flourishes where you take the manipulation and, and manipulate them and, and show them in different ways and, and flick them and shuffle them and all sorts. Anyway, he was practising that, and he started selling cards and set up a website doing that and selling really quite rare packs of cards. Some, I think he he sold a single pack of cards for about five hundred quid before now, yeah, yeah. and he was making bank during the lockdown, just uh, buying and selling and trading cards. Yeah, well done. And yeah, fair play to him. In fact, at one point, I hope he doesn't mind me saying this, but um, at one point, his um, cardistry got him um, a job for about a week during during the lockdown. Uh, doing an advert for TK Maxx and he was in the cinemas and everything and on telly. Wow. Just his hands doing these card flourishes. Right, right, right. So it was about some old ladies all sat down to play cards and one of the old ladies started doing all these card flourishes and everything. And that was uh, and that's Senna. his hands. Yeah, brilliant. He had a brilliant time. And, and he designs them as well, doesn't he? He's just designed his first deck of cards. Yeah, brilliant. And uh, he's going to have those uh, printed and, and he'll put those on his site. My... Brilliant boy, yeah, out in Japan signing up for the patron. Does that not put a little bit of pressure on you and your family? Ah, well, fun, funnily enough, my son has been in touch as well. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah, and and see, I've put quick big drive. Right? Okay. So, um, while you're looking for that, I, I, I will say his website, my boy's website, is yeah. decita.com. D-E-C-K-I-T-A 
com. Go and have a look. Buy a pack of cards off him. They're not all that expensive. Um, and have a look what he's doing. Decitar.com. Yeah, so, so my son... Um, he didn't know that he had to compete with anything, but he sent he, he, I just, he sent me a message, actually on Telegram. He sent me this. He says, type quick big drive into Google Translate and translate it into German, and then you get this. Schnelle große Fahrt. Oh. <laughs> Schnelle große Fahrt. Yeah, yeah. It's brilliant, isn't it? Wow. And yeah. So how does that compete with a, a Patreon membership? In my world, it's sort of up there. Okay. <laughs> it just filled my heart with warmth. I thought, oh. I thought, I can see I brought him up right. Oh, good. Okay, <laughs> okay. I, yeah. I was almost thinking that he'd signed up himself. No, he's, he's not done that. Smell a gross of fart. Yes. yes. Smell a gross of fart. Yes. Yeah, there you go. You've put going out on a limb... Yeah, is so... This a, is this about a chip shop? It is about a chip shop, oh. yeah. So, and this is in Praise B. So I, I had... Uh, last night, right, we... Um, Mrs Pablo came in and a uh, bit stressed and didn't want to cook anything. There was something there, but we, we thought, oh, you know what, should we just have a chippy tea? So I thought, OK, let's have a chippy tea. So I thought, what I'd do, get down to Limbs... None of this ordering the fun size stuff. I thought I'd just order large chips, large cod, three times, and it was bloody lovely and a decent size. Oh. And uh, is this a three week turnaround so that you can now feel better in yourself that you don't talk down the limbs fun size fish? I'm not going to talk down his fun size fish. Anyway, I mean, maybe he's been listening, but I did order the big fish, right? But, you know, guess how much it was? So three large cod. Three large chips and and a portion of curry sauce and um, a, a, a little plastic bottle of vinegar. Thirty quid. Forty four pounds. <laughs> okay, well, there's. <laughs> felt like fucking crying. <laughs> Three, forty four pounds. Forty four quid. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it might have even been forty four pounds fifty. Actually, can we shift that bit I, of the I conversation was... out of praise? Be. And move it down somewhere else. Um, no, but it was lovely. Okay. It was fantastic. Yeah. 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 Praise be. Yeah. Out I do limb. recommend the fish and chips. Wow. 44 <laughs> quid. Oh, I was like, what? Half a tank of fuel right there. <laughs> no, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I, know, I, know, I could get fed three times at, um, at, at the Raj for that. Yeah. You could yeah. have, um, you could have had. Five or six of those Wagyu steaks. Oh, yeah, you could have done, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and could have bought a packet of crack of Telegram. Oh, yeah, you could, have, <laughs> you could almost have bought a fridge. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's very, very true. <laughs> Comedy rumours. Forward slash. Shithousery. Can I just say, you've put this one at the top. It's not shit out, is it's it? It's definitely not. Yeah, I know you'd moan about this. Yeah, you keep doing that. We go comedy rumours shit out, and then we say something about someone yeah. doing something for charity. Yeah, well, <laughs> I like that it gets up your nose. <laughs> okay. I still Let's have issues. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So have you seen this? Rod Gilbert uh, is going to trek the Atlas Mountains. Um, it's, it's his first venture for doing so since he, uh, um, he, he's had, since he was diagnosed with cancer. And which and mountain is he going and to? It's now now at the men's, the Atlas Mountains. Mm. So not Kilimanjaro, 
So I was looking at Kilimanjaro. It was going to cost me five grand to climb it. And I thought, I'm not doing that. That's a bit steep. Hey! <laughs> Very it. good. Have it. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it is nice to see, isn't it? It is nice to see old uh, Rod... Uh, uh, I mean, he's raising yes. money for, for for the cancer hospital. I think in back Cardiff, in good health, Cardiff that, so, um, that looks after everybody over there in uh, Welsh Wales, um, and it's nice to see him. I think at one point we were all really sort of worried about him, weren't we? Well, yes, you know. Yeah. So he's 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 back climbing mountains. He's dealt, yeah, he's managed to deal with that absolutely on point. Really, he, he took a step back, got his health together, yeah. and came back fighting fit. You've put. Comedy store carry on regardless. It sort of goes on. The conversation needs to carry on. For the listeners, what happened is I've got a, a gig in Galston, fairly infrequent, and about two foot away from it, and I'm hardly even exaggerating honest, the comedy store racked up and started doing a rival night. And uh, conversations have been ongoing. Uh, they were going to look at sort of wheeling it back, but I think they're going to do four nights a year. And I got a note the other day saying, yeah, we're going to crack on doing four nights a year. So, yeah, I mean, what I said was, we'll probably have a conversation. We'll go back and forth and they'll just do what they want. Shall we go to it? That's what's happening. No. I might go and fly outside it. Let's go and see what they've got on. I know what they've got on. It's not as good as WCB comedy. No. Never heard of them. No. They've just got the logo. It's interesting that it's sold out and it's in December. I don't, I still don't understand how that's worked, how that's happened do you smell about well i think there's i think they are as i'm aware that venue and i think i might have mentioned it before they sell tickets to agencies who fill up coach loads coaches with people you know like you go off to different resorts and things like that on a a bus Um, something like that but they they bring in coach loads from camps and like holiday some of the was it the resorts and things? Oh, I see. Right. So I think they might already be selling bulk loads of tickets, and they'll just put their guests onto those buses and take them to the theatre. I don't know. Maybe. It just seems unusual to have sold two two and, a, even, two and a half hundred tickets without, without even announcing a lineup, just by saying we've got the comedy yeah. store within weeks. So that's what I'd say. There's a there's a bit of that going on because yeah. when I went to look at that venue some time ago, uh, that was one of the things they mentioned. We get coach loads in. And oh, right. it, it was kind of maybe that's an easy that way to like, sell tickets. Yeah, the Sunshine Variety Bus or whatever, because it's you know yeah. they do stuff like Ollie Day and all, all of these ventriloquists and all of that caper. Yeah, they do all of that, but I I think it's a bit like when you get a coach load that go off on a shopping trip or whatever, you yeah. know, and they they then they come back. And they it's a community thing, um, but yeah. it might be some of the holiday destinations up the coast, right? And they they sell them tickets. It I don't know maybe. You know, ten, fifteen quid. Oh, well, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. Look, at the, I, I would say the conversation's still live. I'm still open to talking. Actually, the mm. chat sent me a very polite email, uh, basically saying the carrying on regardless. But um, asked to sort of meet up, and um, I haven't got back to him yet. Maybe he's listening. I'll get back to you, mate. But um, I've just I'm noticed just, I, it took the wind out of my sails a bit. If I'm being honest, I've just noticed my Wingfield gig. Yeah, I'm not too worried about this really, but. Um, a gig has appeared in I, which is 15 minutes around the corner, across the way. It's not too far. It's a bit far enough away because yeah. it's a field that I, I perform, uh, I've got my gig in. It very much depends on your catchment as well, doesn't it? That is in the catchment, yeah. but I don't care. 
Pascal. Uh, well, that's kind of where I'm at. I mean, I really only stuck that in there because it's something that I ought to talk about. I, I, I mean, I'm going to try and enjoy the good bits and not care about the bad bits. Good for you. You, you know what I mean? Otherwise, you just never do it. Yeah. And, and I, I saw there's a, there's a lady on the south coast that was talking to her. I won't say who she was, but she runs a cracking night down in Pool and Dorset. And she's had a bit of shit house recently. The venue that she's been looking after welcomed in a, a, a rival company into the same venue. Ooh. Imagine that. Not only that, she takes the time to um, um, put on decent, well-run nights... And this other rival company specialise in stags and hens. So when you pull it turns oh, yeah. up, it's going to completely pollute her brand. So she's pulling out. She's, you know... So, you know, it, there's a lot of it about... What, an what, absolute... what brand specialises in stags and hens? It's not Jonglers anymore, is it? No, it's not. Well, this particular... It's a local brand. I think she said it was called Jaggers. She's called Coastal Comedy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that that's really poor show... Or from the venue, really. Yeah, but you know, the venues they want bums on seats, don't they? So if they think they can ram it up with a load of stags, drinking themselves silly. Yeah, I mean that's what they've got to do. I mean venues at the minute, they are completely up against the wall, paying the fuel bills and mm. all the other costs that have gone up through the roof, and the margins are being pushed because of everything else. You know, I mean we know that when we buy a bag of chips locally. I'll tell you, know. you, there's um there's a new dedicated comedy club opening in London. Oh, I did see that, yeah. On the South Bank. Yeah, Bell- yeah. Big Belly or Belly Laughs or yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Podcast um, studios a lot. Uh, yeah, they're going to build a close to 400-seater venue, but I think it's over two separate rooms. Uh, they wanted it to be 600 or so, yeah. but everyone's complaining in the air. All the councillors and the, the MPs have been complaining that the comedy club they don't want it there open till 1am because it will increase crime and rowdy behavior and and drunkenness and they didn't want it they tried to uh they tried to squash it and that's why they had to change the format right um of the club so they wanted it to be big enough and it's down by all the theaters down there yeah it's not unusual to have that um but the, yeah they've managed to change the licensing plans or whatever requests and now it's going ahead. It's going to be a big thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's going to compete. It's not a million miles away from the comedy store. Yeah, I did, I did think that. Big clubs. I did think that. I mean, these things sort of, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, com- competition normally is good. The, the end result of it is good. It motivates you and it makes you sort of work a bit harder. But I don't think but comedy it's... nights are associated with crime and rowdy, drunken, boisterous fighting and behaviour or whatever. I don't know. I mean, you, you get some red wine Karen's kick it off, don't you? Yeah, uh, but... And, I, it, I, and it bounces... The junglers used to be a nightmare, didn't they? Like, people used to be throwing people out of there. Okay. So, yeah. yeah maybe it is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, traditionally, I mean, nowadays, probably less so, but you still get them. They're associated with alcohol. The whole format of a comedy club night is based around getting selling as many drinks as possible. I think and I've you, been quite sheltered up here. With my little cosy little pub gigs, I don't see the the bad side. Yeah, well, it's a good laugh though. When it goes right, it's it is brilliant. You know, it's a good night out. Although we had a we had a group used to come regularly to the White Horse, and they used to bring about ten people with them. Oh right, yeah. And they used to drink a lot, and yeah. they used to always have the back row, and they used to 
really enjoyed the comedy and they'd come from the mill as well and they they did it time and time again and they were real regulars and i had a dirty dozen competition the first one that i did and the bloke so one but the problem with a group of 10 like that when they book with me is i only get one person's email address that's the person who books it whereas there are 10 people enjoying the comedy and you know it doesn't always work out that you can get everyone's emails anyway the husband of the woman that books it at the end of the gig when everybody was out of the room he was hugging and trying to kiss the acts he was you know there i think chris oxenbury oxy was down there and there were a few from the midlands and everything anyway he was dancing around drunk and he was trying to kiss him and hug him and i just said to him look can you can you just back off a bit just you know leave because they were just trying to take some pictures on the stage or whatever and he was all over him not seen him since and now i've worked out why they probably don't come back i think he he got upset with me telling him to stop it's a tricky licking one, licking the fucking act. Yeah. You could see they were uncomfortable with but, it. But they were having a brilliant time, and, and it's, yeah. it's difficult, isn't it? How, how do you tell somebody, like, you, you, you're not happy with that, as well as not sort of pissing all over your parade? Well, that's what, that's what I think has happened looking at it much later. As we're talking a year or two. I'm like, why did that happen? I'm like, when yeah. did I see him last? And that was the one. And I remember telling him, just asking him to not, Manhandle yeah, the acts, well, you know. Yeah, did he come over a bit skill teacherish? No, maybe. it wasn't that bad. Maybe. Well, even if I did, you know, yeah, um, yeah, I was doing. I think the acts seemed uncomfortable. With I, it. I can't handle those situations very well. Just today, like, I was in Subway in Lowestoft, right, and uh, I asked for a salad. It is related. Wait, <laughs> trust me. So, so it, it, I asked for a salad box, and the guy was putting out this. <laughs> Why are you laughing because salad I'm la- box? I'm laughing because I, we're talking about comedy and you're, you're determined that a salad box is related. Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm, how you broach something. Okay. Right? And, and uh, t- t- today I had to broach something. So it was a big salad box and he, and he, and he, he put all the salad in and it was about a third full, right? And normally when they go in other subways, they fill it, right? Is this like and, the, and the old pint Yeah, thing it's a bit, well, bit yeah. like that, yeah. And I thought, I'm not going to give him sort of six quid for a salad that he hasn't filled up. So I'm going to have to broach it. So what did I say? I said, excuse me, mate, would, would you mind putting the same amount in again? And he looked at me and went, so I really sort of call you out on this, but if I don't say anything, I'll be walking out really miserable wishing I'd said something and walking away feeling sad because I, I haven't got much salad. And he went, yeah, all right, yeah, yeah. But he looked... And I swear, that's how I said it. He looked really sort of intimidated. So I don't think I looked particularly aggressive, but that's yeah. how I said it. But And afterwards, I thought... So I went... I kind of compensated afterwards and was, like, over nice to him afterwards and tried to be all matey. I thought, have I just intimidated this guy into just giving me an extra salad? So, anyway. There are ways of sort of saying things, so you, aren't there? And I, I, I can never get it right. So you treat your salads like you treat your pints... Well, you don't want to be shortchanged, Top do you? Top up, mate. No, you don't. It yeah. doesn't cost them anything. They'll they'll throw away more salad than they give you anyway yeah, at exactly. the end of the day. Yeah. Well, good for you. I've put Glastonbury Festival. Ooh. It's this weekend. Yeah, it is. I'm looking forward I, um, to watching that on the telly. I was gutted last year. I've been a couple of times, and it is magic. And it is worth every penny of... The ticket price. I don't care what anyone says. I've never been. And it is it is a bit more middle class in areas, but there are people there who, in you know, absolutely have, have scrimped and saved. But it might not be the festival it used to be, but it is an absolute 
Joyland and it's on this weekend and I was gutted last year because it hadn't been on for a couple of years and it, they had the best of the weather, the best of everything last year. It couldn't have been better. It looks like it's going to be another banger this year. Right. If you yeah, check yeah, the weather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you go back to the nine, 95, I think it was, was it? No. They could be thunderstorms, couldn't they? 96, 97, I think, when it absolutely was a quagmire. Well, watch out. There, there could be thunderstorms coming in on Sunday. I mean, there's always a bit of rain, but yeah. it's not. I don't. I think they got the drainage a bit better nowadays. But um, why is it on this Shetland's week? No, it's comedy rumours, isn't oh, it? Oh, right, okay. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Have you seen who's on? Who's on? There's loads of people on. The lineup's amazing. Who's who is it then? Off uh, the top of your head. Well, off the top of my head. I'll tell you one of the things that is on, which it's not that I don't, I have nothing against the comedian, but it is a, it's like in the middle of the day in the comedy tent. And one of the things is James Acaster in conversation with Nish Kumar. Do you know what? <laughs> I, I, I mean, that's not the shit house, if I start. I, 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 you know, people... I've got no, I like James Acaster. I loved his Netflix triple thing. I thought that was that was really good. I sent I his it. book back on Audible, you know. I, I listened to about half an hour. Yeah. I thought, this is doing my head writing. <laughs> and I, and I, I, I had to send it back to get a credit. Ian Stone. Yeah. Um, he's going to be good. there. He's going to be comparing, and he's also going to be... I'm not reading this now. Also, Mark Olver's comparing. Oh, um, yeah. Barbara Nice opens with comparing on the, on the Friday, I think it is. Um, they have got... Oh, one that you'd like. An audience with Kerry Godleyman. That's going to be one of them as well. Yeah. Um, but there's so many good. Let's have a look. She can have an audience with me. Why would she want to watch you? I don't mean that in a bad way. <laughs> that came out really badly then, didn't it? Yeah, it did, yeah. Um, I'll tell you who's on at midnight. Frank Sinatzi is going to be on. Oh, brilliant. On Friday. Yeah. Uh, Jen Brister. Are they going to show this on the, uh, on the telly? I think there'll be clips, yeah. Johnny Awesome's playing. Yeah, brilliant. He's on a couple of nights. Tom Ward. Jack Gledo. Uh, he's he's great. I've been trying to book him, but he's booked up ages in advance. Yes. He's a rising star, is old Jack Gledo. He is, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, I read a really good review of uh, his. He, he's got uh, a real... Uh, not only is he sort of decent comic on the circuit now, but there's, 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 there's something extremely mainstream about him which makes me think he'll break big. That'd be great if that happens. I've not I, seen I, him live. I, I, I think it probably will. He's just got that look about him. Cabaret Fantastique's on. I've no idea what it is. Marcel Lucomte. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that'll be good. Stephen K. Amos is going to be there. Yeah, Stuart yeah. Goldsmith. There's so many good ones. And uh, John Robertson, yeah, the dark oh. room, Australian comedian, does a... A, oh yeah, it's yeah, amazing yeah, yeah, yeah. show that. Yeah, I, I, there's a fellow that um, comes to my gigs has recommended him and sent me a uh, Twitch stream of him performing. I would say though that the Glastonbury Festival lineup is a kind of a good menu for decent headliners and acts to book. Same as the uh, Latitude one, which but is more relevant because it's local. I do feel that they probably just oh just phone up. An agency and say send us all your acts because that's what if you go down there a lot of them are from the same agency it's just like who who who's available this year and they yeah, just yeah. they just blanket send them they've gone to what off the curb and Avalon and they just tipped them out they don't get paid much have them but they have free tickets decent big, decent camping and, and a big goodie bag a weekend of fun 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, they get a weekend away, don't they? Oh, mate, I'd do anything but, to get there. I would. Are you, I, got, are you going to Latitude? No, no, it doesn't seem the same Latitude. I, I'm, I'm tempted. I've been to Latitude a few times because for the money, no. I would rather pay. I might go for the Friday. I would rather pay three hundred quid for Glastonbury than two hundred pound for Latitude any day. Right. I just don't think Latitude's quite. You know, if you're talking a family ticket, you're eight hundred quid in the, yeah, on you. Yeah, I tell, tell you where where it would be good. It's a I, grand for a weekend, basically. Does does one in Budapest get a flight over? It's it's half the price, and then when you're inside, everything's half the price. Oh, and, and the weather's better. Okay, so, so that's worth a look. Nice. Yeah. So um, I'll be watching it this weekend. I hope the weather holds up. If people are right there, man, I would love to be there. Plus one. Yeah. God. I'm going to go on a mental run on Saturday. I went um, just on the Glastonbury thing. Saw Amy Winehouse. Oh, yeah. Uh, Who else was there that year? Oh, that was the year that Jay-Z was there. That's why we managed to get tickets, because for some reason nobody wanted to go. You know, there were loads of tickets available in May. You could just book them that year. Really? Yeah. Nowadays they sell out within hours still. Yeah. Well, you you, you got to buy the tickets before the acts announced, haven't you? Yeah. I don't mind that. Honestly, it's just a Disneyland of fun. It's like a city and I feel, oh, anyway, don't get me started. I'd love to be there. Yes. Well, I would. Let's go. Let's move on to, are you getting tired? I am. Starting to flag there, rubbing your little eyes. Yeah, yeah. A long old day yesterday. All right, let's move on to a parking like a twat in Lodden and Chedgrave. In brackets. Now, you've put flag shagging and red wine Karens. Yes. What's that? Do do, do you recall, um, Kai, as you and I were leaving the White Horse on Saturday um, after you were doing all your... Flag wave. That was about all I remember. Well, you relayed to me perfectly a situation where there was a lady there kicking off. Oh, the red wine Karen. Yes. Yeah. Exactly that. Yeah, yeah. That was before you got there, wasn't it? That was before I got there, so you you relayed it to me. Would you care to relay it for the listeners? Oh, well, the situation was every people had been there since like 12 o'clock. We got there about 2 o'clock, and they'd all had their meals. And there was a table of old ladies... And one of them... This is in the sunshine whilst the, uh, the, the the band's playing the proms and the waving, everyone's waving pissy little flags. That's right. Under canvas they were. But, but one, one woman we noticed, she kept just nodding off and then waking up and looking around at her friends to make sure they didn't notice she'd been asleep. You know, that sort of thing. Anyway, during the interval, after the orchestra had played, they had a barbershop. Quint, no, there was. Quartet. I think there were about five or six of them. Quintet. Anyway, it was the interval, and everyone got up and was milling around. And there was a group of people that stood chatting. One of them was a, is a well respected teacher from Lodden Junior Schools. They were chatting away, and this woman got up and said, "Can you please be quiet? <laughs> I cannot hear the sing. I cannot hear the music. I cannot hear the singing or whatever." And they rightfully said, "No, we're just having a chat." And it's the interval. And she said something like, how about I put you over my knee? And she was this old lady (laughs) talking to one of the biggest people in the entire garden, right? Threatening to put him over a knee because he wouldn't be quiet while she was listening to the music. So she was talking to a bloke, not the lady. Yeah. Yeah, She she was talking to the bloke. Anyway, um, she was really livid. 
Yeah, they yeah. were t- they were making a bit of a noise behind her. They sort of drifted away quite reluctantly, but they, they sort of let's just get away from her anyway and have a chat. They didn't want to wind her up. And then she sat down, and you could see she was livid, really fuming. It, yeah. was, it was really odd behaviour, you know, in this beautiful setting. An aggressive, pissed-up old lady. Well, no, apparently Posh. she'd been drinking. I thought she was pissed up, but she'd been. They they ordered carafes of tap water all afternoon. All right, and were not really filling the tills as they probably Simon would have hoped. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. At the and end, another thing, they weren't even spending any money. <laughs> at, at, the, at the end, at the end of the uh, party, she stood up again, walked straight over to the table, placed her hands on the table, looking like she was going to have a go, and said, "I'd like to thank you all for for being quiet while the music was on." The wife of the guy she'd spoken to said, "Well, now I'm not accepting that. I, how dare you speak to him like that?" And and it didn't go well yeah. at all. She was like, yeah. You could see she was waiting for them to say that's that's fine or whatever. Uh, but no, what she should have said is sorry yeah, for being yeah, such yeah. an ass hat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She went back, and you could see she sort of skulked back to a, a table and sat down. And then we didn't hear anything from her. But everyone was like, no, screw you, yeah, woman. Yeah. yeah, how dare you speak to us like that? Tired, grumpy, and entitled. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And a fat ass too. Oh, she had a massive fatter. That was that one with the no, fatter. No, oh, no, she had a fatter ass. The one next to her. Yeah, really. It looked like she'd melted in her seat. Yeah. Oh my word. Anyway. But anyway, you look what that, that, that's anyway, incidental. That, Everyone's yeah, beautiful. That's a side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's beautiful in their own way. Yeah. I've put NCP off. What's this then? I've, I'm pretty smug with myself. Why? Even before the event, um, because I went to London last week mm. and I parked my car in the railway station car park. What, uh, Norwich? Yeah, Norwich station. Yeah, yeah. And I used the app, pay by phone. Yeah. As I was walking away from my car, I was yeah. pressing the buttons. And I, and I remember thinking to myself, wow, that was bloody easy. This is brilliant because it's all done and dusted and paid for. Yeah. Yeah. And I got a letter through oh. saying, you've been illegally parked in this bay. And they had six pictures of my car, a picture of the board, which had all the details on of how you pay and display. Yeah. And they're on all these photos. Anyway, and I thought, shit, had, um, had, I not, had it not gone through? Did I not pay? But it had gone through at 2.33. Yeah, uh, that's right. the important thing. At two thirty-three, my parking started. If you look at the photos, two thirty-one, two thirty-four. Ah, so I win. Hey, I've, I, oh, well, I guess I do. They can't yeah, dispute yeah. that. Yeah. Two thirty-four and twenty seconds. They yeah. took the photo of my car. They must have been sat watching me walk away from my car. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it literally happened at, at almost identical. So they obviously it hadn't caught up. Yeah, it took a minute. So yeah. I'm I'm going to win that one, aren't I? Oh, I, I should. Come I think come. I'm ninety nine percent sure. Yeah, a hundred percent sure. Actually, that's the yeah. evidence is all there, isn't oh, it? Well, I do let us know how it goes. I yeah. hope it turns into a massive argument and uh, it's quite stressful, but eventually you win. No, I just went on, chucked the information to them. I don't think I'm going to have any problem there, am I? So one nil to me. On Saturday, we were in the Angel Inn, weren't we? 
and there was a young lad sat at the bar. I, I say young. Will, his name was. Well remembered, Pablo. And he was, uh, I say young lad, but he was old enough to be drinking a pint. Yeah. And you uh, discovered that he played the piano. Yes, indeed. Which really impressed you. So you whisked him away to a, this young lad, away to a, the back room, yes. where you got him to play a tune yeah. for the halfway through the pod. Yeah, yeah you've been bending my ears about coming up with a better production with this. And uh, Well, I, I also thought about coming up with some better lyrics, but... You yeah, know, we can we, we ought to, but uh, look, it's a it's a work in progress. As I said to you, about ten episodes away, and now there's a piano part, and there's a this is Will on the piano, and this is me four pints in bellowing over the top of him, and this saying is, that we're halfway through the pod, and this is us roughly halfway through the pod. Halfway through the pod Don't get a mood We're halfway through the We're halfway through the pod Yeah, thanks Will for that Appreciate it Thank you Will Yeah, lovely Um, And if you play an instrument And would like to sing a Halfway through the pod song um, feel free. What other jingles do we need? This is the end of the pod. This is the end of the pod, <laughs> as you know it. Right, let's move on to... Opinion oh, hoes. Um, there was one thing I was going to say, though, about, um, actually, about, and that's probably parking like a twat. Um, the parking like an idiot in Loddon and Chedgrave... Oh, yeah, you keep getting yourself into trouble, don't I you? I do, don't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't it? It is a place where you put pictures of twats parking badly. Yeah, it is, yeah. That's all it's designed for, isn't it? Yeah. And yet, every time I put a photo on there, people say, have you not got anything better to do? Well, the whole the whole site is f- like flypaper for bellends, and I'm afraid I include you in that. You go on it too, don't you? Yes, you do. Well, I wanted now, to troll you last week, and then you even no. If if this is if this is flypaper for bell ends, what is it when you when you actually start your own group called Parking Like a Twat? What is that? Who are you? You are the you are the supplier of the flypaper. Exactly that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, fine. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. Um, but I um I I got absolutely roasted for putting one on of a Royal Mail van. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Regardless of the fact that she was parking like a twat and yeah. doing a shopping yeah. nobody would believe that she was just doing a shopping so now i was public enemy number one for a short time because i'd yeah. overstepped the mark <laughs> yeah it was good fun i enjoyed watching it yeah <laughs> and now I, I i seem to be a bit of a magnet for dickheads whenever i post anything it's like yeah, yeah they're all over you yeah it's weird isn't it <laughs> i never used to get that and now it's kind of like yeah. is that twat again here that's, we go that's that twat yeah <laughs> have you got nothing better to do well no no actually yeah not how i chipped in get a life guy I, I think these people don't get out very much either do yeah. they yeah well they clearly don't get down to the uh, kebab shop yeah or maybe they do that's what that's the problem for for listeners who aren't local, the kebab shop is like uh, that is fly paper for bell ends because people park all over the pavement. Yeah, this must sound like a, an absolute joyful place to live. It does, doesn't it? 
there were, you know, there were people listening to this in London where there's gunfire in the streets. When I lived in London, in, in that uh, flat, which was on, just around the corner where the fella got shot, and, and it was pretty rough. There was yellow witness appeal boards everywhere you went, like stabbings and shootings and all sorts. When you lived there, it's just complete mayhem. And I used to listen to, on the satellite channel, you used to get radio channels on the satellite channel. Like when you got Sky Sports, you could go on the Astro and you could scroll through the satellite channels. And I used to listen to Radio Limerick just just for its localness and the fact, like, they'd have a... They'd have a, a phone in, and they'd get some fella ringing up, complaining about the uh, <laughs> about the uh, traffic warden. Oh. And a guy there in the town there would they? He's uh, <laughs> a bit too keen. He's a bit too keen. <laughs> and it's, well, you've got to make a bit of money somehow. Oh, and they, they shouldn't be doing it down there. <laughs> Lovely. I love listening to that. Absolutely, and that's probably the appeal it is. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe There's people out there. Of far flung corners of the world, listen to us two twats moaning about parking and phone masts. Oh, well, it's a bit London. too keen. It's a bit too keen. <laughs> it's a bit too keen. <laughs> Let's move on to opinion whores. Now, you didn't put anything down, which left me to be putting to be putting stuff down. To be sure. <laughs> now, I've put pubs that open at nine a.m. Now, I go to Great Yarmouth. I'll tell you why I've put it down. Yeah. I go to Great Yarmouth to teach in the library uh, every week, three times a week. And I walk past a pub. You walk straight past, right? I do, to go to the flat where the lad lives and pick him up to take him to the library. Straight past. No, I, and there's always they're always playing my kind of music, I've got to say. <laughs> it's like Oasis and as Stone Roses are on. But there's always, at nine o'clock in the morning, or, or just after nine, there's a group of blokes, not on their first pint either, you can, you know, I've noticed, sat outside under the canopy, smoking and drinking at ten past nine. And my thoughts are, it's a bit early, isn't it? It's, uh, yes, but it happens. And... Doesn't the pub have a bit of a responsibility? It's a very much a money grab, isn't it, for those Traditionally, clearly, clearly you're, you're people clearly are quite not aware of this. Traditionally, some pubs get a license. I know they can get a license all the time now, but traditionally, pubs there were some pubs that used to get a license if they could demonstrate that they had a clientele who effectively worked nights, like market traders and um, you know fishmongers and um, uh, overnight shift workers. So that is a thing. It used to be a pub in Brick Lane. I used to go to. Um, well, I wasn't a market trader or anything like that. I was, I was just in a pub early, or rather, we we were in a pub late, and we were come we were coming out about seven seven a.m. on a Sunday, as all like the uh, shift workers and whatever you were coming in. It's a bit early It was a weird part of the universe that time in the morning. It's a bit early, is what I'm saying. It's definitely happening. early. That's the point. Yeah, yeah, it is. There's one in Lower Stuff though that doesn't have any of that. It just opens up at nine o'clock, and you go past. I think it's called the Blues Bar, and it's near Asda's. And you go past around about nine-ish, and there'd be a like a bloke with a pint smoking a fag, hooked up to a fucking oxygen cylinder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, and yeah, and and probably sat on a shop mobility scooter as well. And I would question you. You say it's for shift workers. I question whether these people actually have jobs. It's weird, isn't it? How can these people afford to drink when they... Because, you know, I've got an all-right job. 
Can't afford to drink around the clock. Couldn't do it. Mm. It's expensive, and it's like sort of five quid. Right? I mean, some of these ropey pubs are like maybe it's open three quid for a pint. But even then, yeah, if, if you're an alcoholic and you, you're putting sort of time, that, that's my point. Day. I think these—that's what we're dealing with here. You know, people who clearly aren't in the best of control of their drinking, but these pubs are just you think not helping. Yeah, I, I think they have a responsibility, maybe not to encourage that. I know they'd probably go and get cans elsewhere, wouldn't they? Yeah, absolutely, they would. Yeah. Yeah, as long as you don't cause any trouble, I, I, I ain't got an issue with it. It doesn't look great. Yeah. And if you moved into an area and there was a pub open at nine o'clock, you'd probably go, what? I mean, I'm not saying I've never had a pint at nine o'clock in the morning. I'm not saying that. It, it's probably happened. But these are guys who are there three times. Ev- like, every every time I go past, it's the same group. Did the, the airport pint. Oh, that, 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 that is the best one, isn't it? Uh, you, 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 there's a Weatherspoons at Stansted. Get a full English and a pint of Stella at six in the morning. Oh, six! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how to live? <laughs> what time? What time? What time are you uh, flying for your uh, stag do? Ah, oh, that's the night's in the afternoon. Oh, okay, yeah, so it's, it's going to be very civilized. Yeah, I can't see that being very civilized. Oh, it will be. Yeah. It'll be. Oh, of course, yeah. Well, well, you've got but, to say that. Well, in in reality, everybody is going, bar my son, um, is is round about fifty ish. So to be absolutely cane in it for sort of three or four days, that's gonna be that's gonna be bad for your health. It's, it's gonna cost. So it's, well, it, it, they they might be able to do it and keep up. They, yeah, they're no, gonna regret it for about two weeks after. Yeah, well, there's that. As they catch up with work. So I've got to be fairly sensible. I'm actually running the Amsterdam Marathon about a week after. A week after that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so I've got to be reasonably You're careful. You're going to be the worst stag to take away ever. I'll be all right. I'm just gonna... Oh, no, lads, I've got to run a marathon. Drink, drink, drink. No, lads. Uh... I, just, I just won't have one with me breakfast. I've got, <laughs> I've, got a, I've got a 10 mile run in the morning along the beach. Drink. No, no, guys. That's what you're going to be like. No, I'll be, I'll be up there having a pint, watching Sticky Vicky. <laughs> I've put this one, which I discovered today. US Republican, who is identifying as a woman of colour and a lesbian. Is, it, is this a white male? He's a white male who is who has so identified as a woman of a colour. Woman of uh, colour. And because he still loves his wife, he's therefore a woman of colour and a lesbian. And he's quite proud of the fact that the um, that the office to which he serves, he's the first woman of colour to, he's to just, work there. He's not taking the piss either. What do you mean he's not taking the piss? Well... He's, he's been a twat. No, what, of course what, he is. Well, you say that. He is. Because he says he has Native American Cherokee heritage yeah. in, in his bloodline. Uh, and he's he, also got a massive twat in his bloodline. Well, by the sounds of it. Um, put, let's put the video on our Promoter Mouse Facebook page well, let's do and it. let people hear the conversation he has about and have a look at just how much of a woman of colour he looks. Right. But right. because, um, but yeah, he's definitely trans and he's definitely married. That makes him a lesbian, apparently. And now he's also identifying as a woman of colour without a hint of ironic kind of. Mm. I I, uh, I I think the chances of him being all those things in reality, um, extremely remote, aren't they? 
Well, right. So the chances are being a lesbian on its own, right? I think we've got to respect. We've right? got to yeah. respect what he wants so, so to be, haven't we? Do you think uh, what the, what she, he, they, them wants to one be? One in ten women lesbian. Let's say generously. One in right? ten. Well, a video I saw had a hundred percent. Oh yeah. Well, you, you stay <laughs> off those videos, Kay. Two out of two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, so it's about what it's saying. And then and then you got somebody with with both gender dysmorphia and colour dysmorphia. Gender dysmorphia on its own is probably about ten thousand to one. You multiply all it's it's very unlikely. Well, it, it it's well, I'm, we're not allowed to question that. Otherwise yeah. we're gonna get cancelled, Pablo. Well, well can I just say he sounds like he's being a twat. Pablo <laughs> Let's move on to Hellfire and Damnation. All right. Do you want to read this bit In this section, we outline a scenario where each one of us has been wronged or where we think someone or something should be thrown into the pits of hell. Wow. Never gets old. You've put cooker clocks that don't get put back. Yeah, well, mm. yeah, this is uh, the burning topic of the day. Could have put this in opinion horse, really. This we, is really important, actually. And yeah. I, th- I think people don't actually discuss this enough. Yeah, yeah. Occasionally, mm. because I posted a picture of R2-D2, uh, the, the thing that's been dominating my life, and it still has been dominating my life, uh, but I, I won't bore, bore, bore you all with it. But um, R2-D2 being the pressure cooker... Um, namely, what's it called? The ninja thing. Yeah, is it a pressure always... cooker? It's a pressure cooker as well as a, yeah. My God, it's got everything. Yeah, yeah. Mrs. Pablo cooked the chicken in 25 minutes, a full chicken in 25 minutes. And what did it taste like? Actually, it tasted all right, to be fair. <laughs> 25 <laughs> minutes? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it looks like a fucking, it looks more like something you'd cook meth in. <laughs> you know, the kitchen oh. looks like a fucking meth lab. I, I wouldn't know. You've, you've seen Breaking Bad, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah, you've seen them when they cook the meth in all those vessels, those pressure... Uh, anything. I think I think you've... I'm, I Yeah. Yeah. No. Let's yeah, say... So Mrs. Pablo coming no. out of the kitchen with a plastic yellow suit with on and a big mask. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the chicken's ready. <laughs> um, anyway, go on. So yeah. this is the hot topic. So, so, so I posted a picture of this, and uh, our, 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 our good friend and friend of the pod, John Mann... Future Patreon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just get, get, some, get some more recordings of uh, famous comics, if you, <laughs> if you can't be asked to contribute to the uh, Patreon. But... Um, yeah, he, he 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 chimed in with, well, why said how about people who don't put the clock right on the cooker? And he assumed right that I'd taken that photograph just when I posted it. I might have been sat on the chair scrolling through my photographs. You see, oh, I don't but, know. So, so he, I think he was sort of calling me out for having a long oh, time on a cooker. Okay, because I read that as being, oh, you're talking about air fryers and cooker clocks not getting put back. Isn't it? I, I thought maybe he thought it was maybe quite hack material to be talking about. Hmm. Uh, maybe. Interesting. Inter- uh, yeah. I read it as a little little joke about. Oh, why don't you talk about that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah why don't you talk about white dog shit? Things yeah, like yeah. that. Well, we do. Oh yeah, you do actually. <laughs> Yeah. We got. Well, here's the thing about hack. If, 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 if John's talking about, I don't hack, know. I could be wrong, and he'll I, correct us. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, 
we're, we're not comedians, so we're not burdened with worrying about hack. Whereas comedians do worry about that. We, we, we can make hack jokes all we like. And the people that we know on a personal level don't go, that's hack. Because civilians, as comedians call people who aren't comedians, well, we don't give a fuck about what's hack. Sounds was. like you're schooling John now about something that probably isn't even true. Well, you started it, well, okay? I, I suggested it, and now you're saying... You're, you're, I'm not schooling John. I'm, I'm just. I'm just saying. I think we're comedians. John, John, can I just say I'm sorry if you feel schooled by by my trusted no, Pablo. Well, here. now you got me started. There is a point here. You see it on social media, and you hear it with on podcasts where comedians are talking to each other, where they discuss what's hack and what isn't, and they look down their nose at each. Oh, that's a hack joke, and this is hack, and well. Just need to get over yourselves. Well, you've got the bit between your teeth yeah, now. Yeah, you need to get over yourselves. It might be you very know, innocent. You, you might... need to sit down with a bag of Maltesers and put on Mrs. Brown Boys and get over yourself. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I've put... <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> um, I've put... Iceland lasagna filled Yorkshire puddings can go into hellfire and damnation. You, you sent me a picture of these. Yeah, I saw. Did you have one? No, I haven't had so one. So how can you put them in? Because they look. It's an abomination. Surely a oh. lasagna filled Yorkshire pudding. Oh no! It's although <laughs> I, although actually I've had like pot noodle sandwiches. We're not a million miles away, are we? Yeah, yeah. You got to try it. You got, you've got to give it a go. All right. I, okay. Look, I'm going to get myself. And you can have one too. An Iceland lasagna. Have you tried the kebab meat that you can get out of the packets? No, I, I, I once, at a low low point in my life, I wasn't even a low point, I just lived opposite a little, and had... A... <laughs> you can count that. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the reasons why we moved into a flat. So when Mrs Kai first moved across from Germany to the UK, one of the uh, USPs for the flat we moved into in Lawrence Hill in Bristol was that it was right opposite Lidl and that was kind of familiar territory from Germany right. and it and it saved us loads of money it was sort of saved us loads of money over the time we were there yeah, yeah. we were there for about a year and a half or so maybe more um and one day I had kebab meat <laughs> from, oh, from a Lidl. frozen kebab from Lidl oh yeah and it was all right I used to well, get well it, I ate it, it. I yeah. Said, oh, yeah I used to get it like in the nineties, I think I used to get it, and I'd eat anything then. And honestly, probably because I'd smoke anything as well. But that's, that's... oh, um, really, Pablo? You've just revealed another side of yourself this, there. Before the days of Telegram, and before the days of marathon running, no doubt. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, I still think you should have a bifter before you do the Amsterdam marathon. No, straight after Iceland lasagna field Yorkshire puddings. You don't think they should go in just yet until we've tried them? You've got to try them. They we, might be on, onto something. The fact, the fact that somebody's thought it, they might be a good idea. I must admit, it sounds a bit stodgy, doesn't it? We've got to try them. We do. I have to. Do you know what? I've got a Fray Bentos pie that's been in the cupboard now for about four years. Is it still in date? I think Mrs. Pablo, or, or was it Mrs. Pablo's daughter, bought it me for Christmas. And because um, I made a joke about them being nice. And I haven't touched it, it's been in there. Well, I've got a little gift for you today. What's this then? Before you leave. Is it a Fray Bantos pie? No, I was in the co-op earlier. Yeah. And they had loads of muffins, the really nice ones. Oh, yeah. The lemon ones that are, like, boxed up in pairs. Yeah. Normally about two quid. Oh, right, yeah. 51p. 
That's all right. So I got you some. Oh, brilliant. You can take home with you. All right. Thank I'll you. give it to the missus. Um, but she, what I've she done, wants me to give her a good muffin. But Pablo, what I have done, though, is I've taken off the reduced stickers. So you can present them to her like they're full price. I'll do that, yeah. And she'll listen to the pod next week. And she'll she go, oh, that was lovely of him. And then about five days later, she'll listen yeah. to this and go, oh. Yeah, display until yeah. 15th. That's today. If, if you were a Patreon, Mrs. Pablo, that, that wouldn't happen. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't happen. <laughs> I'd have, I, I, I wouldn't have even given them to Pablo to give to you. No, you, um, no well, you'd have heard this sooner. Um, oh, yeah, she would have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so you've got some lemon muffins to take home. I bought loads. You know, yeah. when you, you it was a bit greedy of me. You know, when you see a bargain, you clear the shelf. Yeah. You'll leave them for the poor people. Uh, no, no. Or the, or, or the other greedy middle class people. I've already had two today. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not just for the poor and needy. I fancy a Vesta curry. They were the precursors to pot noodles. Chow mein. That's a good one. Got the the Vesta cr- one? Yeah. Oh. But you always get a little chunk of meat that hasn't quite rehydrated yeah, 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 <laughs> it's yeah. always the way yeah. no don't do vasta you will you will regret it yeah i might do yeah you will I'll give it a miss i promise you've put oh people that walk off while you are talking to them yeah they can fuck off they certainly can you know um recently and i felt really bad for you actually pablo we were having a beer together and you were talking to somebody Yep. Oh, I remember this. Yeah, and you were talking to them quite animatedly, and they were engaged, it seemed. But then, whilst you were still talking, they stood up and walked away and left you mid-sentence and then wandered off like they just yeah. didn't give a shit. Just, that was a bit weird. Just weird behaviour. And I think that sort of behaviour can go into the pits of hell. Because I think yeah, just yeah. be courteous enough just to at least listen to the end. But the thing, the thing is... When and that, then excuse yourself. When that thing kind of thing goes on, you all, you're you automatically known not to be invested in either that person. the Well, first of all, the conversation, that person, or, you know... It did happen, didn't it? Yeah, it did happen, yeah. And you've put, have a lovely day. Yeah, um, I saw this, and talking about hack material, I was at the uh, checkout at Morrison's, and I, 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 I did self-service checkout, and I did my transaction, and and it came up in writing after I finish. Um, it's something like, thank you, have a lovely day. What's right? wrong with that? It's from, it's from a computer. It doesn't want me to have a co- lovely day. Oh, an inanimate object machine doesn't care whether or not I have a lovely day or not. And this is this is a slippery slope that we're on. AI. Yeah, exactly. For all the time, I'm looking at a CCTV image of myself, looking rough as toast because it's first thing in the morning, and it's it's like probably doing all facial recognition at me, making sure that I don't steal anything. And at the end, it just says. Thank you, have a lovely day. I thought, this is fucking dystopian. Oh. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Yeah, and it sort of freaked me out a little bit. So not just a little polite message, just yeah, to send you off your way? it's from a person, that's fair enough. But a computer doesn't care whether or not I have a lovely day or not. So, yeah, that can get into the pits of hell. Have a nice day. I'll yeah. tell you. I'll I, tell I, you I don't mind the Americans doing it. No. 
I, 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 honestly, I don't mind it. And that's the one thing that impressed me when I went over there. People were polite. I mean, they've oh, got to be, they've got come guns. on, it was too but, much. We went to, like, the Hard Rock Cafe, and it was like, oh, thanks. Um, could I have some salt? No, bring some salt. Oh, yeah, thank you. Oh, you are so welcome. It's like, oh, please, I give me a break. Yeah. And they've got, like, three people serving you, and then they demand their 10% or whatever, and it's like, come on, they're just... Working for tips, and yeah, that's yeah. different to being sincere and doing a good job. Yeah. When you're working for tips, you're trying too hard. Well, I tell you what, that's. I mean, I, yeah, I go along with that. That's. That, I sort of agree with that. And th- there was a lady there. Uh, um, if you didn't buy her a drink every sort of round or something like that, she, she used to get like snotty with you. But that's 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 a different issue. Like, when 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 a, a computer is telling you to have a nice day, I just find that a bit cynical. Mm. Just you know. Yeah, if it said from all the staff at Morrison's, we wish you maybe that, but it wasn't that. Thank you for visiting our website. It it, it was a computer telling me to have a nice day. Surely you've got video on my face with a big flashing image that says you are on CCTV. What were you buying? Filming at a really uh, bunch of bananas and and (laughs) filming at a funny angle (laughs) and really unflattering angle, making me look. And really bad light, um, and you know, it might as well be saying, "Don't steal anything, don't steal anything, don't steal anything." Have a nice day. Like fuck off, computer. Wow, I didn't think you felt so strongly about AI. Uh, it's the way we're moving forward. Yeah, no, no, well, we. It's really got you. I think. I think what you need to do is just embrace it. Well, to a, to an extent, I do. It was I, only I, wishing I, you a nice day. I, I pay for Facebook ads, don't I? What about Christmas cards that you get that wish you a Merry Christmas? Yeah. The ones that you get from, like, um, the Association of Thermostatic Mixing Valves on email. Yeah. Say, there we go. We wish you all a happy Christmas. Like, yeah. We, we all that, wish you a happy Christmas. And it's ev- not, everyone not, at so-and-so Incorporated wishes you. Uh, they, they haven't all wished you, have they? Bring me a bottle of whiskey. Yeah. Then I'll have a happy Christmas. Or a hamper. What about then Christmas cards that don't have um, don't have your name at the top? They just have the sender's name at the bottom. Love from. I don't send them. I, 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 Mrs. Pavlov's good at sending them. I've never have done it. I'm just, just... Oh, it's not really from you, though, well, is it? I don't even know who sent us cards. They come during the period of festivities and get put up. And I, I, at some point, I might go and have a look through and go, oh, didn't realise they'd sent us a card. I like it when you get a calendar from the Chinese made of bamboo. Do you ever get ever get one of them? Yeah, They're, that's always good times. Yeah, stick that on the fridge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the bamboo calendar. That's always a good freebie. That looks like good value for money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a free calendar goes. Yeah, well, it does endear you to them. And, it, and you, you've got an advert for their bloody thing in your kitchen. So you, you, it's perfect marketing. You wander into the kitchen when you're hungry. You look at the calendar and you go, you know what? Let's fuck off this cooking lark and get a Chinese. Instead, yeah. So, yeah, it, it more than pays for itself. Yeah, they're, they're not cheap calendars either. No. <laughs> Let's plug our gigs, Pablo. I've got July the 6th in Beckles with Scott Bennett headlining. That's going to be great. Um, haven't booked an opener yet, but I've got a few in mind. And on the 7th of July, I've got Scott Bennett and Tony Law. And Danny Postill and Tony Law on the 8th of July... Uh, in Wingfield, www.shaftofwit.com. 
just go there and find out what's going on and what's happening. Finally, on July the 15th, I've got Ian Stone, Kerry Marks and Chris Norton Walker in Wisbeach. Yes. Uh, Ian Stone doing his tour show. Brilliant. That's amazing. Yeah, fantastic gigs, Kerry. Can I tell you what I've got on? Yes, I would <laughs> love to hear that. Well, if you don't listen to The End of the Waffle, go to wcbcomedy.com where you can find out all about uh, the 8th of July at the Kitchener's in Lowestoft where Danny Postel is headlining with Justin Parks, John Mann and Paul Ricketts. Also coming up in the summer, quite soon, we have on Friday the 4th of August at Goldston's Ocean Room, a headliner, none other than Hal Cruttenden, on stage with uh, MC Pam Ford and Chris Norton Walker, and uh, to be confirmed. Also coming up uh, a little bit later in the year, but I've got to mention it because he's, to- he's topical at the moment, I've got Troy Hawke uh, headlining two gigs on the 29th of September, both in Southwold and Woodbridge. Tell you what, there's some brilliant videos of Troy Hawke and the, and the Man City. Yeah, he's he's done it again, hasn't he? I don't know who's booking him to do that, because it sounds like a thing which either he's managed to get himself into, first of all, and but I think they've allowed him access on the second Yeah, the second well, he did, he did the first one where he was at the training ground, and when they come back with the... Uh, uh, um, the, the trophies when they won their uh, historic first time round uh, treble. I think it was the first time round. No, maybe it wasn't. But anyway, they they won a treble. It wasn't the first, but uh, and he he was congratulating them on the bus, and uh, and that was probably the best thing that happened that day. Yes, you would say that. Let's move on to our final section here, which is contrition. Um, and I have an apology to make. Go on, Kelly. Uh, I, I put a photograph of a Royal Mail van on parking like an idiot. You did. You not, mentioned this earlier. Not realising the, the backlash that I would get. Ah. Uh-huh. Are you sorry for posting it or are you well, sorry for the backlash that you got? I'm sorry that people felt the need to reprimand me. And, and tell me that they were only doing their job. I feel sorry for those people because she wasn't doing a fucking job. She was shopping. She was doing a shopping. See, Kai, this is how you apologise. Oh, sorry. This, this is as good as it gets for I'm you. So, no, but Honestly. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I got people's backs up by just calling out shit parking on a site which is meant for shit parking. I'm sorry. It's, it's not, <laughs> You're not sorry. It's not gone well, has it? No. You've put... Yes, we're, we're still reeling. What, what's that? Yes, well... Fishing? I, Fishing? I, I'm, I'm going to feign an apology here, um, because I'm, I, I'll be honest, like you, I'm not that sorry. But you did call me up. Whilst we were at the, uh, um, the in the White Horse watching all the uh, flag-waving shenanigans, yes. I took a short video, <laughs> which did make me chuckle, which landed on you waving your flag, looking a bit demented. Yes. And, <laughs> and, it, and it, I've watched it a few times, this video, and it makes me chuckle. It because, is. Because yeah. you look remarkably um, uh, daft. <laughs> and, yes. And it brings a smile to my face. Oh, that's nice. So I posted it on the Promoter Mouse uh, uh, page, and and I, I thought nothing more of it. Uh, and then I got a notification from uh, an algorithm, an AI, if you like, saying, that thing you just posted, that would make a really good reel. Oh, and I yes. thought, 
yeah, do you know what? It might do. So, so a cl- couple of clicks later, it was a reel. And yeah. then and then an hour later, it had 80 views, one of them including you, said, I don't really mind yeah. it being on a page, but I don't want it to be a reel. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> it I, was proper building up the... Well, you <laughs> say that. You say that. Um, you know, yes, okay, I don't mind looking like a clown, but I don't like it being forced in my face. I don't mind people coming and having a look, but I I didn't really want to look at it. And what it was, it was some random person, not a random person, but somebody, the most unlikely of people in my friends list liked it. And uh, I was like, you, oh, fuck, right. everyone's looking, everyone can see this. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll tell you what, Kai, I'm sorry. It's, <laughs> I, I don't like it when it's done to me. No, but, no, uh, you know. It, it, was, it was a couple of instinctive clicks. And that, and that might have actually gone on. Um, well, it, it goes got, global, would it have doesn't it? Would have gone on Saturday night, maybe after been, been out. I don't know. Something like that. I mean, you know, it's just on well, Monday, I think. Well, it came up in my face, and I'm like, I don't want me in my face. Who else is getting <laughs> me in my face, in their face? Anyway, yes. If, if you want Kai in your face doing his flag-shagging schism, go to the uh, Promoter Mouse page, and, and uh, you, you'll, you'll, you'll see what Kai looks like when he's yeah. uh, getting down with his when big self and three, his flag waving. When he's had three pints... Uh, Consensual pints with his uh, with his darling wife there. That's that's that is his wife, not me. So not talking about me. I came along after. You did come along. I think that's why I got quite drunk then, because I yeah, was you, three ahead of you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then we had several more. Yeah. Um, yeah, that'd be why. Yeah. Yeah, it keeps happening, Pablo. Yeah, yeah. That's the end of this week's podcast. I think that's been rather good. I enjoyed that, Kai. Very much enjoyed it's, it. It's not yeah. so warm as I thought it would be in here. It's We've hot, managed though, to get it? through it. It is, it yeah. is hot. So let's uh, let's wind it down and let's uh, say goodbye. Thank you. To, oh, we haven't done our Patreons, have we? We didn't do our Patreon intro. Can't you just assert that? that um, what, from last week? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Um, if you aren't a Patreon member at the moment, but, that, that, uh, then please do. Now. Who isn't? It's right at the end. No, don't say that. We've lost... There's a couple of people here. Well, people are here. All right. Well, you just want to go, don't you? No, oh, sorry, but... Sorry to interrupt your afternoon, Pablo. <laughs> no, no. I'm going to sit here now for three hours editing oh. this. Uh, the, the Patreon bit needs to be at the beginning. Well, Bye-bye, everybody. Oh, Pablo right. needs to go home now. Stop sulking, Kai. Support Kai and Pablo by becoming a Patreon subscriber at patreon.com slash promotermouths.